Welcome back to the Persuasion Pitch Podcast, or if you are new, welcome. I'm your host, Jess, and here we dig into scams, other unethical business practices, and cults. Okay, so today is the day that I begin my mini series that is still going to be in season two, where I speak to people who have left religious cults. Before we get into today's episode, I do want to put out a trigger warning for SA. So if you are sensitive to that, then it might not be a good idea to listen to today's episode. I understand everyone's spiritual journey is personal and unique to them. These episodes reflect the experiences and opinions of guests. They do not reflect my personal beliefs. They are not meant as a critique or judgment. Today, I'm speaking with someone who was a Jehovah's Witness, and they left. Okay, everyone, I am sitting here with Max. I'm so excited to have him on, and we are going to talk about Jehovah's Witness the Jehovah's Witness Church. Is that what you guys call it? Or like, what do you call it? Uh, so th- they actually don't call their place of worship a church. They call it a kingdom hall. Right, and, right, right, right. But they very specifically call it a kingdom hall because anything that's a church is of Satan's world, so. Really? Okay, yeah. I did not know that mm. part. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe. <laughs> um, so in my town, or like my city where I'm from, we have um, a Jehovah. It says, yeah, it says Jehovah's Witness Kingdom Hall. Now that I'm thinking about it, and I do not know one person that goes there. So, but I do remember passing it um, as a little girl all the time. Hey guys, I do have to stop really quick and mention this true crime podcast that I've been listening to, and I did mention it to everyone before. It's called Clark After Dark, a true crime podcast. If you have not checked it out yet, make sure that you do. And yeah, and the the only thing I really know, I do know some things about, about this. One, okay, so I, I do know that they knock door to door, um, and one, one woman in particular, she goes over to my nanny, like, I call her my nanny, like, she was my babysitter from, like, I was two years old, and she's been yeah. in our life ever since, and she goes over there, like, constantly, like, she, she never fails, like, she shows up, like, once a week over there, um, I was over there one time, not long ago, actually, and I this was after I watched the episode of Cults and Extreme Beliefs. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was episode two, and I don't know why I did not think about it then, but so she was trying to show us a video, and as the video was going, I was trying not to be rude, but like I started tapping her screen on her iPad to see how much longer we had left. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, so we're not going to join, so, okay, bye. Like, we're done. And well, my nanny mean. was like, oh my gosh, don't be so mean. You're so rude. You kept tapping her screen, like, after she left. I'm like, well, like, we're not going to join it, so she can, like, go to someone else now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, all right, so 
is your parents, are they involved? Like, are they Jehovah's Witness? Is that what we say? Like, are they Jehovah's Witness? Is that like what they call themselves? Yeah, they call themselves Jehovah's Witnesses. Jehovah's Witnesses. Are they Jehovah's Witnesses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my both my parents are. Yeah, they they weren't born in though. Um, okay. Mo- I don't know the exact times, like exact age, but my dad was around his I want to say mid to late twenties, and mm-hmm. my mom was like, um, I want to say late teenage, early twenties. Okay. Wow. What made, do you know what made them decide to go over? Like, did someone knock on their door or? So for my dad, his, um, so he grew up in the Dominican Republic and moved okay. to the USA, um, specifically South Bronx, New York, mm-hmm. um, when he was 11, I want to say, or 14, he was like 11 or 14. Mm-hmm. And it was through his mom. Um, she I don't know how she found it through somebody, probably somebody preaching to her. Yeah. And my mom found it through my dad, actually. Right. Um, you know, I do know a couple of Jehovah's Witnesses. One girl who, um, I'm in the film industry, so I'm a makeup artist and I do a lot of films. and. I'm telling you, she's like the sweetest woman. Like she's so nice. Like she's so sweet. I don't have one negative thing to say about her. And the other one, he is a teacher and he actually like just quit. But during Halloween time, like they have where like people go around to different classrooms and they're like, you've been booed. And they leave like, like, uh, Halloween candy and stuff and then like you take that and you're like you like go boo someone else like you've been booed but I remember specifically them passing up his classroom because he you know, didn't, doesn't celebrate Halloween or Christmas or birthdays or anything like that but the nicest guy mm-hmm. like seriously like the nicest guy but then like I started to like dig more into this and it was like, you know, they don't like people to have, um, like, or at least women to get educated, like, to be more like educated. Am I wrong about that? Or No, you're definitely not wrong about that. Um, it, it's for both men and women. They strongly, <clears throat> they strongly discourage uh, higher education. So huh. um, once you're out of high school, it's like, um, the so the whole reasoning behind it is you shouldn't be striving for um, a position in the world, roughly that. Um, you should be trying to pretty much, so man, it, it's really hard to like talk about this stuff because there's so much to it. Like if I, right. like I can easily rattle it off mm-hmm. since there's so many different so things and things. Yeah, it's so deep that so I deep. feel like what, what I say isn't going to make sense. But um, but yeah, they they discourage. The short of it is they discourage higher education because what you should be doing is trying to be what they call an auxiliary pioneer or just pioneer mm-hmm. or recruiting just, for the church. Yeah, like right? going out in service and pretty much right. Um, for the sake of not defining every little thing 
for 15 minutes. Um, being <laughs> we could do a two-parter. It's up to you. <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean it's it's whatever, whatever you want to do. Yeah. But, um, what do you call it? Uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, the whole point is you're striving to be a Jehovah's Witness and do as much as you can in the Jehovah's Witness organization mm-hmm. rather than pursue a higher education and go to college. And and on top of that, when you go to college, now you have what they call worldly associations. So now you're associating with worldly people, which a worldly person is not a Jehovah's Witness. And right. And you're not allowed to... It's not that you're not allowed to, but it's frowned upon against and frowned upon and right. suggested against you know the power of suggestion um mm-hmm. don't associate with worldly people and stuff like that so it's like if you yeah. were to have higher education everyone would look down on you for that you wouldn't be looked at the same way you wouldn't be um what's it called you wouldn't yeah everybody would look at you you know with like a like oh my gosh how dare them yeah like like they're not following what's right basically Mm -hmm. yeah basically that yeah yeah and you know the girl like i've been to a lot of red carpet events and she you know the girl i told you about um that's in the industry with me she she's attended a red carpet event with me so i was like huh you know like how I don't know, um, unless they just don't know <laughs> about it. Um, I don't. I don't know if like they like believe in getting on social media. I I don't know about that. But um, yeah, do you th- can have social media. Like as Joe's witness, you can have social media. There's plenty of them on social media. Okay. Okay. If you just look up the hashtag JW, it'll be tons of them. Probably okay. you'll probably find a lot of XJWs too. But yeah you'll find a lot of jw's also right right uh, i did hear about and you can tell me if this is true or not but i did hear someone say that like if like you know how newspapers come out and they have the obituaries in them that they would look for um like obituaries of people and then they would find out who the family was and then they would send them like a sympathy card or something like that. And that was kind of their way to, I don't know, <laughs> to like talk to them about, you know, being a Jehovah's Witness. Do Have you heard that? That I haven't heard of. Is that something newer by any chance? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's just I, I something I heard recently. It, it might be because I don't know how they're doing any of their preaching work now with the whole right COVID thing going on right so I, it, it might be i haven't paid too much attention to what they've been doing, doing lately late. yeah yeah so you when did so you left a while back right yeah it, it's relatively recent um relatively that is uh 2017 2017 the very end of 2017 so it it like just reached well just past four years a little over four years but it feels recent to you and i feel like that because you were with that so you know with that um i guess a religion you were a jehovah's witness for so long Mm -hmm. that um, 
that, you know, four years is like nothing compared to your whole lifetime of this is all you knew, you know, and this is what you're used to. So I think that it feels, um, it feels so new still. And I completely understand that. And I think that that's normal. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I have been investigating and looking into cults, um, commercial cults, just cults in general, for a very, very long time, even before I became an anti MLM advocate and, you know, advocating for people who are in cults. I, you know, even when I like I was like I remember when I was like 18 I remember telling my mom like something seemed like a cult so it's like I always had like I don't know I don't know why but like I always have seen like red flags with things and things like certain things looked like cults to me um but now investigating it more and knowing that these are victims and you know it's it's all about behavior control and information control thought control emotional control and that's what the bite model stands for yeah um so i'm not sure if you've looked into stephen hassan's bite model but he's a cult expert and yeah, i have actually yeah. Oh, okay yeah um so yeah so looking at it from um, a different lens i guess you would say um, I look at things completely different. So if there's anything you don't feel comfortable talking about, then feel free to tell me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and like, okay, that's not your business. I'm no. But um No, it's all good. I'm yeah. very, very open. And yeah. I mean, it's like if you're if you're gonna talk about something like this, and this is just my opinion, um, might as well be as open as possible. So right get as much information as possible right exactly um yeah and so i saw you know i'm gonna be honest i did not get through every single youtube video (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i did watch a lot of it and yes it definitely does go deep and we um i think you said you're add i'm also add so we um we definitely have that in common and i did get sidetracked easy so i did catch that part of it because i'm like oh okay yeah i can understand that i can relate to that that is for sure but going back to your parents all right so i do know that certain religious organizations they shun you um like they would be like okay you um did something bad or whatever like no one needs to talk to this person and that them doing that is it is a type of um you know like using that as a punishment is like there's so many red flags with that it's you know manipulation it's i mean it's uh, i don't know (laughs) there's so many red flags with that when did you decide or what do you let's go back let's go back so all right you grew up in this and so this is all you knew um what was that moment where you kind of started to question things Hmm. or how did you 
even like what did you look up to even or what did you stumble across so you're talking about when it comes to questioning things like what was the moment are you talking about like what was what was, when I was like yeah when, you, yeah when you were a jehovah's witness mm -hmm. what what was did you like come across like a youtube video or um something on tv or did you read something where you kind of felt like, um, you know, maybe this is not for me? Um, I didn't really look at it, um, look at it the way that I'm looking at it now. Right. Like, was there like an aha moment or did it kind of gradually grow over time? I would say it was definitely very, very gradual because... I've always, I've always questioned things. I've always had questions about li literally everything. Mm -hmm. That's just how I've always been. And if something doesn't make sense or something doesn't sit right, I'm going to question it. Mm -hmm. And that, that's kind of been the whole process, like through my life has been like, why, why, why this, why that? I want to know why and how and just always been a very curious person right. so when i'm when i was learning the teachings it's like so so for example um because of when something didn't make sense to me i'll just use music as an example because it's it's, easy, it's an easy example for me to use because i love music and i'm <laughs> a musician mm -hmm. so and i especially love metal music so and they've especially don't like metal music so to hear metal music so talked down upon and frowned upon i was like well why though like why can't i listen to this music because right. what they're saying is just wrong and this is the truth like that doesn't make sense because literally everything they're saying about it is wrong and i mean i can understand where the stereotype comes from where it's like demonic satanic and this and that mm -hmm. but as a listener, as somebody who knows the music, and it, right. you, you just know it's it's just wrong. So a situation like that, I would question it like, well, if they're supposed to be so non-judgmental and so right. understanding and so smart, considering you're gonna make such a profound statement as we have the truth, there's literally nothing else out there that is as true as this or that is of any that doesn't have the significance of this like this grants you everlasting life like this is so but then at the same time it's like the logic is so flawed so right. something something like that never sat right with me where it's like well why can't i listen to the music i enjoy it and i'm not doing anything wrong right so it's like imagine a bunch of those like a bunch of situations like that mm -hmm. where that's kind of the gradual process of constantly questioning things that don't either don't make sense or don't sit right with me or are just logically flawed i guess you could say mm -hmm. it's kind of been my whole thing growing up where it's like um because i say in my videos a lot a lot of things don't make sense didn't really make sense to me and i always kind of question things because of things like that right rules regulations whatever where it's like 
it's very black and white and there's no other way around it and yeah, yeah. That, i guess you could say that aha moment um was when so i saw we've we've always been warned not to ever look at ex-jehovah's videos which are called apostate or or not even just videos just literature or talk to somebody who's an ex-jehovah's witness and you just that's just something you don't do that's like one of the worst things you can do so um i was with my family like my full family like my mom and dad and sister and cousins aunt uncle or whatever and we were on vacation and i was trying to find some fight that had happened in my old high school because it was like a crazy thing that happened and it was like blowing up for whatever reason so i was trying to find it and i went to walk hill and um walk hill bethel was a very it um, used to be the world headquarters so of jehovah's witnesses and i remember typing it on youtube and then walk hill bethel like came up i was like oh that's so weird that that's in the in the recommended that's so weird and then i clicked on it and then i saw it was like extra was witness videos and i was like that thing happens to me where it's like oh this is something you're not supposed to do that feeling that whatever that's called um that nervousness that weird fight or flight response but i don't know what it is yeah um that happened and i was like but at the same time it really like piqued my interest so i like saved it for later mm -hmm. um, long story short just after watching a lot of videos it was kind of like things started clicking in my head because it's like okay i'm not the only one with all these things that don't make sense and this mm -hmm. and that and um right yeah all it, these it questions like, yeah all these questions and yeah, that was i guess you could say that was the aha moment of like oh okay like i'm not the only one that thinks this and you also told that all these people are lying they're all liars mm -hmm. not one of them is telling the truth they're there to deceive you they're working for satan mm -hmm. the work of demons and this and that but it's right. like when you actually make the effort and listen to them you know it's not this crazy talk that they're talking about because they're talking about the same experiences you've personally gone through so you know for a fact they're not lying and because you know how could somebody lie about especially the jehovah's witnesses because you know you would have to be in it to know the lingo the lifestyle the everything so it's like you know for sure but yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty much it. yeah um yeah for sure and i'm glad that you did see those red flags um and now you know now you're out um so i i do have a lot to unpack here so i i want to touch on a number of things so the first thing i want to talk about is the the big database um that um okay so all right let me just slow down all right so there is a secret database allegedly um there is um of of thousands of jehovah's witness um child sex offenders and it has been assembled by the watchtop watchtower um bible and 
tract society is what I read. Uh, when did you have any idea that something like this was going on? No, I had absolutely no idea mm -hmm. until I started watching extraordinary videos. Yeah. And, um, especially then in 2017, because it was like, it, it hadn't been resolved yet. <clears throat> and I think it was to be resolved in early 2018, I think. And I didn't know it had been going on for like a year or two. Yeah. I had no idea about it. Like nobody really knows about it. Like no Jehovah's Witness has any idea about it. Right. And um, yeah, I had absolutely no idea about it until I started watching videos. And it was so you, like you, you, you don't even want to believe because you're like, what? Like there's no yeah. way. There's no possible way that that's really happened. Like, and the fact that we don't know about this, like how? How do we not know about this? yeah and then it's so sad further and further yeah it's horrible and it's yeah it's absolutely yeah. I, I cannot even imagine the people who were um you know victims of sexual assault assault and um i did see one woman in the cults and extreme beliefs when she finally told someone they she went to the elders because they call people the men in the church that have been there a while i guess they call them the elders and she yeah, was the elders looking are, um, so just to be specific on that um the mm -hmm. elders there that's a position you have okay so you um they're pretty much like i guess you could say they're overseers of the congregation mm -hmm. and it's a position you have to work towards okay yeah she, well, she went to these people for, you know, like she thought it was a safe place to say, you know, hey, I have been, you know, being sexually assaulted for years. And they like slammed, like one of them slammed their fist down on the counter and they're like, you are a liar. Like, why would you lie like that? This never happened. And it did indeed happen. Um, so... I mean, it's just so sad for these people, especially for individuals who have to still live with their parents because they're children or, you know, they, you know, they frown upon education. So but they think you should be out there like going door to door. So and I'm assuming that's not a paid position. So, Definitely not. Definitely okay. Not. <laughs> okay. So even though even though this organization has a lot a lot of money oh, yeah. um, a ton of money um someone told me like into the billions i would have to make sure of that but mm -hmm. you, no, you, i, I uh, heard the same it's like a they're a billion dollar corporation right right and yeah and um so i think that is another way to control um, to control people because if they don't have an education to fall back on and if they don't have a job to fall back on, then how are they going to have any money to leave 
you know, their parents' home and, you know, and break free from this. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I feel like that could be um, a large factor into it of why people don't speak up. <sighs> I don't know. Um, I, I could definitely see that because since you're not, um, since no one's really out here getting a higher education than the Jehovah's Witnesses, you're kind of just stuck with either getting any, just any job you can really find that works with you going out in service, works with your meeting schedule, and any, every, literally anything you do in life has to revolve around anything and everything having to do with being Jehovah's Witness. So, um, for example, if you have your midweek meeting, they call it, and it's at night. So it starts at like 7, if I remember correctly, 7 or 7.30. If you have to work late that day, like you can't, like you just have to, you have to, you can't do it. You have to go to your meeting. <sighs> and that is priorities. Like that's. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, the next thing that I wanted to talk about was Armageddon. Like (laughs) Armageddon is coming, it's coming, it's coming. And it was supposed to come. Um, let's see. So, um, it was supposed to come a really long time ago and, um, it did not. So, um, yeah. And I think what, um, at least what I have read is it was supposed to come this certain date, rolls around, didn't come. It was supposed to come like another date, uh, rolls around, didn't come. Um, I think it was like three different dates or something. Um, I think it was like five different dates. Okay, five different dates. So um, when you were younger, did did they talk about that like all the time? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they always talk about Armageddon and when Armageddon comes. Because they, they talk about it all the time because after Armageddon, that's when you get your your new world. That's when you get what they call the new world, which is everlasting life. Right. In a paradise earth where there's no violence, no sickness, no more death, no more pain, sorrow, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's something they are very, they're, they're constantly looking forward to. Like that's the entire reason you're Jehovah's Witnesses to, to make it to that new world, mm-hmm. to make it there, to live forever in paradise. Cause that's, you know, Jehovah's promise and, right. and whatnot. Right. Um, so they believe only the people who, um, who do right, who, you know, um, go out there and knock on doors who you know like straight and narrow like those are the people who are going to make it to heaven and that's there's two groups of people actually there's the ones who will live forever on earth Mm -hmm. and then there's 144,000 that go to heaven not not everyone goes to heaven wow so Mm -hmm. live forever on earth you said yeah, that's what the new world is. Oh, okay. It's um, pretty much the earth restored to paradise because it apparently oh. used to be a paradise. 
6,000 years ago when Adam and Eve were yeah. And it's supposed to be restored back to that, and you're going to be a perfect human being. Hmm. Pretty much, pretty much like, pretty much an angel minus the supernatural part. That's what you'll be. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So, every Christian that I know, they don't believe that. Um. Which is kind of I. That I mean, they're not, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses, but. So, all right, but so the whole thing with Jehovah's Witnesses, um, it's, you know, it originated as a branch of a Bible study, like a Bible, a Bible student movement, and that was developed in the, in the U.S., and this was long ago in the 1870s, and, um, and it was started by one, one man, right? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah yeah um i don't know ugh, i don't know it's I, I don't know um if he just wanted people to like follow him like did they did they look at him like he was like a prophet of some sorts or i don't i'm not a hundred percent on that i just from what i remember it was the dude russell and he started his little Bible study thing mm -hmm. and it was pretty much what I what I think it was or like I'm trying to remember I, I can't remember everything but I think it was um so he started this whole thing because he he had a lot of weird things that he put in there like pyramidology like he was just kind of all over the place but I yeah. From what, from what I remember, he was pretty much just trying to decipher what the scriptures meant in, mm -hmm. in whatever way he was doing. Yeah. Which is a very, which is very kind of similar to what is the Jehovah's Witnesses now. All right. All right. And then, so, and then after he died, um, it, everything was led by Joseph Rutherford. Yeah. And um, so retaining control of the Watchtower and the Watchtower Bible and all that type of thing. So it was not until 1931 that the name Jehovah's Witnesses was actually adopted. And if you think about it, I mean, yeah, that was a long time ago. That was like, but still, it was less than a hundred years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it really a wasn't like new thing, right? Like in in terms of a religious organization, Air right? Force religious organization. Yeah. Um, and so why why do you guys or not now, but why were you not? allowed to celebrate Chris I mean birthdays Christmas um any I mean any any type of holiday why were you not allowed to celebrate that so or what were you told when it, yeah when it comes to like Christmas Halloween Easter and all those things mm -hmm. you can't celebrate it as a Jehovah's Witness because they have uh, pagan origins so long long ago um like christmas in rome was some whole celebration thing 
and it had apparently been debated by Christians even back then whether or not it should be something they celebrate all the mm -hmm. way up until I think it was the 1600s where they decided, eh, this is cool, we'll do it. But um, it has, yeah, because pretty much all those things have pagan origins and pagans believe in Europe all polytheistic like they have they believe in more than one god and they're nature worshippers and all this stuff and those are things that the one true god jehovah hates mm -hmm. so that's why you can't celebrate something like christmas because the, those are uh, pagan celebrations pagan holidays and same thing about halloween and easter because they all have their yeah they're pagan origins birthdays are the weird one though yeah because, yeah like uh, i i know that easter um you know is a pagan holiday and i know mm -hmm. that i mean I, I do know about you know the ones that are pagan but yeah as yeah. far as the birthdays go that is um yeah so that's not a holiday for everyone it's to celebrate when you were born <laughs> so mm -hmm. um yeah i even you know in with christmas though i mean that's you know you're celebrating when Jesus was born. And I, I feel like it probably has something to do with, um, I guess, taking your attention off of uh, like what you're supposed to be doing within the kingdom hall, maybe, and also maybe getting gifts because that's like idolizing, not idolizing so much, but maybe they say it i don't know like something materialistic like materialistic things yeah. i mean i mean i may what be completely wrong pretty much no, what i'm saying is pretty much like how they will well how i would say it is the excuses they make mm -hmm. as to why you can't celebrate it because i think the, the real reason is obviously for control reasons right you as separate from the rest of the world as possible right but they'll give you all these different reasons as to why right like right birthdays it's it really makes no sense because their explanations don't don't hold any water it's like oh, okay well these are the reasons why you can't celebrate a birthday because in the bible two people died on a birthday oh my gosh and one was they called for somebody's head and on their birthday and i think some chef died or something like that i, I don't remember exactly what it mm -hmm. was but regardless it was because like those are the reasons they give and they say well if it was something we would celebrate it wouldn't be looked at in such a bad light in the bible and that's why you can't celebrate birthdays that makes me really sad it makes me really sad for kids who are in school with other children who like get cupcakes like brought to the class for their birthday um i guess their parents wouldn't know if they had a cupcake though <laughs> you know but i mean in their in their mind they were probably told don't do that you know and they're kids so it's evil or whatever and and it makes me sad that on christmas morning like little kids are excited you know like that santa came and things like that and it, and it makes me really sad um but then again that's all they know and so I guess they can't miss what they've never had, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, for me, for me personally, it was a little different. Mm -hmm. The only people in my family that are Jehovah's Witnesses are my mom, dad, and True. Sister. Yeah. Everyone else isn't. 
And um, some families, though, when their families are like that, some Jehovah's Witnesses, they won't really associate with their non-Jehovah's Witness family. But my family is very different in that in that aspect where mm-hmm. we would like very often, like all the time. I mean, I used to live when I lived in the Bronx. I lived what was it like a block away from my grandparents, and we we would be there all the time. And we would see my cousins very often. And you know, mm-hmm. of course, when you go to your family's house, getting close to the holiday times, you know, everybody has their decorations up, right? Christmas tree, the candy that's out, the presents that are under the tree and all that stuff. So it's like, I've always kind of been um, in partially in the real world and um, partially not. Yeah, partially not. I got you. So for yeah. me, it was like, yeah, I always felt like I was missing out because I, I wanted all of that. It's like, why can't, why can't I do this? Like, this, this is awesome. Even my cousin, I remember when I was like, when I was a kid, even my cousins were like, like man if you could celebrate one holiday which one would it be i was like christmas because it'd be so awesome i wish i could get gifts and i I like the lights and everything i like the tree like yeah even as a kid because it's just such a you know magical aesthetically yeah exactly yeah it's a magical time environment even now people just put up string lights for no reason i mean i have string lights in my room just because i like yeah right i Um, hope that you have a christmas tree up uh, not in my house, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that... I still my parents, so... Dang it. Yeah. Um, you know, though, I mean, I bet it is so hard for you because you love your parents, of course, and, you know, they could have completely shunned you and kicked you out on the street, but mm. they love you, and they did not. So... Um, I, I, I think the only reason for that, by the way, is because I'm not, I'm not disfellowshipped. Um, I think if I was, mm-hmm. things would be a lot different. I'm what's yeah. called inactive. So I, I just stopped going. Right. It's called fading. And I, I just stopped going to the meetings. I stopped all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't really have a, a reason to disfellowship me because I just, yeah, I just stopped. Right. Okay. And it's also a protection, I um, from what I remember, of your of the family to not be disfellowshipped. If I was, then I, I forget exactly what it is, but it's something with the father, um, like just by default, if if your son or whatever is disfellowshipped, then it somehow affects the father. I don't remember exactly, but there's a big difference between being inactive and being disfellowship. Yeah. And I'm going to leave all of your YouTube, um, you know, your YouTube channel down the show notes, but have your parents seen any of your YouTube videos? Oh no. (laughs) No. If they did, I would probably get kicked out of my house. Really? Oh yeah. No. I'm apostatizing. I'm speaking out publicly against oh. witnesses. So that is a risk factor too. I am taking a pretty big risk doing that. Yeah, you are. I don't, I don't know how they would stumble across it, but by some wild chance if they were to, mm-hmm. yeah, I would be in some deep shit. I would probably, wow. I feel like I really would get kicked out of my house. 
but they know how I feel though. They know how I feel about it. I'm very open about how I feel about it. <clears throat> so I guess it wouldn't be too much of a surprise, but at the same time, I think it would be. Yeah, like I, I do wish that they would, and maybe they do have some type of like assistance for, you know, for people who wouldn't have anywhere to go if they left the, you know, well, not the church. I keep saying the church. If they left, um, what is it, the temple? No, Kingdom Hall. Kingdom Hall. Yeah, if they yeah. left the Kingdom no, Hall. Can call it a church. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I wish that they would have some type of something to help people um, to leave and escape this. Um, like in, like, I know you love your parents. Like I said, do you wish like so badly that they would see all of these red flags and that they would leave themselves? Oh yeah, I've had, especially when I first left, mm -hmm. um, from the duration of when I left from 2017, pretty much all the way into the beginning of 2019, like so many discussions, debates, arguments, so much. They even they even watched part of the Australian Royal Commission, which is the whole thing with the pedophilia. That's what I was going to um, ask if they knew about um, it. Yeah, like I. I I try very hard and there's nothing that will nothing that will change their mind, especially my dad. I feel like honestly there really is a chance with my mom. But yeah. when it comes to my dad, there's just no shot, like no shot. Yeah. Um I I I know people personally. I know a mental health expert. She was a guest on the podcast. And you know, it it <laughs> There is, there's ways that you have to approach people that you care about and people, people that you love, um, instead of being like, oh, you're in a cult, you're in a cult, get out, you know, that, of mm -hmm. course, that's going to, they're going to be like, whoa, you know, um, yeah. there is specific ways that you approach it to like mm -hmm. make them see the light themselves, because they're going to have to see it themselves. And then that's when they will leave, you know. But them seeing everything about the pedophilia and they do believe it's happening, right? Yeah, at first they didn't because it was because how the whole Australian Commission thing is when there was Jeffrey Jackson, it, it was like through video call and she was like trying to find any little glitch to be like, oh, this was staged. This is fake. Like at first she was saying that and then after a while, like from watching more of it it's like okay this is obviously something that happened right and i remember they were like super concerned mm -hmm. when it happened they told me like that i think i think both of them they couldn't even sleep that night because it was so disturbing oh wow but, but not same, oh, yeah but at the same time there's I, I i truly don't understand it because if i did i obviously wouldn't have left but I, I don't know. It, there has to be some sort of something in the way for you to just deny something to be like, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's not know. okay. This is not yeah. okay. I mean, they couldn't sleep at night knowing that this was going on. And mm -hmm. if they know for a fact that the organization that they are with is hiding pedophilia, 
-hmm. and for them to still stay yeah. um that just goes to show how um how deeply these cults impact people you know and, yeah. and that it is well, it is a cult yeah i want to say something really quick because this I, I forgot about this and this just popped into my head mm -hmm. um that like indoctrination yeah goes so deep because i remember talking about it with him the whole thing with the australian world tradition <clears throat> and it, it really disturbed me like especially at the time because you know you're just hearing about it and everything to the point where like i was in tears like talking to him about it yeah and and it's like because my mom said to me she's like she was like did anything happen to you when you were a kid and i was like because i was in tears and it's like no i'm i'm like this because imagine a child like they haven't even seen or experienced life yet and they just right. had this horrible thing happen to them and yeah. that is now going to mess them up forever forever and that is a very hard thing to work through and right. as it is I've, i know people who have been sexually assaulted male and female as kids and it destroys your mental right and right. the fact that you could look at it so lightly you can just take it so lightly is beyond me i truly do not understand it yeah i'm tearing that. up just like thinking about it like i cannot oh gosh it's so sad and i don't oh i don't know why if people would stay well i do it's it's because it's a cult and man it, that just sucks so bad that you know um this organization has brainwashed you know so many people to the point to where you know i mean they don't you know they don't say it's okay to do this you know they know it's wrong but for them to you know stay man that is deep yeah. that is so deep mm -hmm. um wow <sighs> yeah that's yeah that, that's what's and that was also a, a, a big eye-opener to me Mm -hmm. just seeing like just how deep it goes to where it's like you'll take something like that so lightly right like a, a child's life right so and it's like you had kids you know what it's like to have children right and you do everything you could to protect your child like i i don't get it like it is something i it truly like boggles my mind. I, I said like a million times, I just don't get it. Yeah, 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 and and I don't get it either. The only, the only thing that I can think of, and I'm probably right, is you know the indoctrination and mm -hmm. how they. I mean, they they probably truly believe that that they're you know they're not going to heaven if they leave this church they they probably believe that you know yeah. and um yeah that's the whole thing with it because i i remember when i left um they were saying 
because we were having a discussion, my mom was like, I just want to be with my family in the new world. Like, that's all I want. Like, I want to live in paradise with my whole family. So it's like, it, it has a very deep emotional connection, especially with my dad since he lost his mom a while ago and he loves his mom. And he, yeah. that's one of the things he's very much looking forward to is being with his mom again. Like when he looks at a picture of her, he starts crying. Like that's how much he loves her. So it's like, especially with that, the whole new world thing and seeing dead loved ones again, especially if you if you've lost like a your child or something. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it I has don't... that very, very deep emotional connection to giving you this guaranteed hope that you will see this person again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Live with them forever. And see, and his his mom, your you know your grandma, like she was a Jehovah's Witness. She wasn't a Jehovah's Witness, right? So. I, I, th- I think she was. I don't remember if she wasn't. I can't remember okay. if she ever got baptized, but I think she was. Mm-hmm. But I never saw her much. She, yeah, I never saw her much at all. I, I saw her once when I was very, 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 very young, like probably three or four. I don't even remember it, but apparently I saw her at one point in time. Yeah, and you know, in the Bible, because I'm a Christian, and I grew up being a Christian, and you know, we go by the Bible, and in the Bible, it clearly states heaven and hell, Um, but Mm -hmm they don't you know jehovah's witnesses don't believe in hell right so do they what bible are they using so they look at hell so this is the thing about religions they pick and choose what is literal and what is metaphorical Mm -hmm. so they'll for whatever reason they take heaven as being literal and hell as being metaphorical so hell meaning it's just eternal death you just die and that's it and like there's nothing yeah there's nothing like you're just dead wow so like your spirit goes nowhere your spirit's dead and your body's dead no you you don't have a spirit jehovah's witnesses don't believe in the soul you don't have a soul no okay yeah yeah i'm sorry i don't mean to i've never heard that (laughs) yeah most people have it it's surprising most people they're like what but, so you're probably wondering then how do you go to how is there a group of people that go to heaven then if you don't have a soul right how so pretty much you just you're just remade you just read you're remade like remade to a new person or like it, it looks like you okay huh <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> wow <Yeah>. okay <laughs> but but doesn't the bible talk about your soul having it does and it's funny because i remember when i left so i stopped going to meetings and after when you stop going to meetings obviously people are going to notice and so when somebody stops going and stuff like that they have what's called a shepherding call so they'll have either two elders or an elder and what's called a ministerial servant come to your house and visit you and pretty much check up on you and they'll end up reading a bunch of scriptures to you and stuff and I remember at the end of that, I was like, they were just like, do you have any questions and this and that? I was like, yeah, I actually do. Because um, there's a verse in 
in the Bible, I don't remember exactly what it was, um, where I think it was Paul, he says, I don't know whether I was in the body or out of the body. And I brought that up to them and I was like, I was like, what is he talking about here when he's saying he doesn't know whether he's in the body or out of the body? Because to me, I didn't say this part, but to me that is saying he he's pretty much describing an out-of-body experience. But how do you have this crazy out-of-body experience if you right. don't have a soul? Right. Spirit? Right. So I brought that up and I was like, what is he talking about here when he's saying, I don't know whether I was in the body or out of the body? And he's like, hmm, I actually don't know. I would have to, he's like, you should look at the Watchtower Online Library and there's says something about that. I was like, I, I remember looking it up and I, I didn't really see anything on this at all. So I'm wondering if you would know. And he's like, I had absolutely no idea yeah. what that was about. Man. Because I'm, personally, I'm, I'm not a Christian. I don't believe in Christianity. Uh-huh. personally but, and that's just me like no I don't mean to offend at all I don't no know. you don't offend me I have really good friends who act, are agnostic and atheist and we are super close so I respect yeah. them 100 mm-hmm. percent and, and, and I respect Christians too because I have I have yeah. some friends that are Christians um, yeah um but I was what... just trying to be like you know there's this the whole idea of the soul is clear is so clearly in the bible yet they just i don't i don't understand that whole reasoning really um, yeah. they just they pick and choose like i said they pick and choose what is literal and what is metaphorical so when it talks about the sense. soul and the spirit when it's talking about a person it it's as if they're talking about their being that person that soul like that's what they that's what they um Right. And so Jehovah's Witnesses actually identify as Christians, though. And that's what I'm like, what? Because Mm -hmm. every, I don't know, man, because every Christian I know, you know, they believe in hell and heaven. Um, They don't believe this, you know, and they don't, you know, like pick and choose out of the Bible what's, you know, real and what's you know, like you were saying, but, and they, um, you know, and they celebrate Christmas, they celebrate birthdays and all that. What this is, is, um, you know, a, a man made this, this up, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, I personally wouldn't classify them knowing what I know, um, as Christians. And this is my own personal opinion, just because, um, and even some Christians that I would say are Christians, they do this, they are very hypocritical and people should not judge, but they do. And I know no one's perfect, but, you know, also with, with this, you know, to shun someone uh, for not believing the same things that is, it's a control mechanism and you know, okay, so this is, in my opinion, this is a cult. And, you know, they may, they have a lot of money. Okay, so I mean, and of course, they get to their, their um, kingdom halls are, you know, I'm sure 501c3, ta- uh, they don't have to pay out, you know, same taxes or anything like that. So mm-hmm. there are so there's so much money, like they have billions of dollars. 
And they have so much money that they are covering up for for people who have sexually assaulted, raped, and for straight-up pedophiles. You cannot say that you are a Christian when you are covering up for pedophilia and for people who have sexually assaulted people. I mean, that that's what blows my mind even more so. I mean, how, you know, and the judgment in, for this, in people to shun, you know, they are, they have so much money. They are controlling people in every way, shape or form. They are discrediting education, um, you know, just furthering themselves in life, getting a decent job, getting a good, you know, career. Um, there's just so much and I don't see how they identify as Christians, um, but <laughs> there's nothing right. I mean, about them, right? But and that's that's the thing, though, is they they have that that view towards everyone else, though. Like everyone else who calls themselves Christian, they're not true Christians. Wow. They're just because they're in Satan's world. They're in the church in, churches of Christendom, as they call mm. it. Yeah. And yeah, they're. But how can they say Satan if Satan. there's no hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Satan's in hell, right? So, but there is no hell. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there's so much stuff. Um, Satan is on earth. Satan and his demons, they oh. are on oh. earth. So when that great war in heaven happened and God passed down the demons to the earth and satan and all of his demons they're banned to the earth and they're no longer allowed in heaven they're really just on the earth at all times constantly around you to the point where they're always watching you not only is you know jehovah and his angels watching you but also satan and his demons are watching you <sighs> they're, they co coexist with you at all times right. but oh man i don't in know this spirit realm on earth <sighs> man all right so with this watchtower <laughs> magazine it's a lot man it, it I, is. I have questions if i oh, man i i hate that you know your parents are still in involved in this um you know and for them to have all of this Oh, for them to have all of this money, and yet I I'm sure they still donate to the church, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, <sighs> yeah, um, yeah. So, with the Watchtower magazine, like, what is that exactly? Just a so magazine for it's it's two things. So they have two different Watchtower versions. They have the study version, which is what you go over. On the weekend meeting mm -hmm. and it's pretty much um paragraphs that you read and there's um questions at the bottom and that's what you study on sunday so mm -hmm. there's a public talk on sunday and then there's um what they call the watchtower study and you study this magazine which is um it goes over a bunch of different things like it, it could go over it's like, okay, we're going to go over the story of Paul today or the story of Abraham or Samson or whatever it may be. We're going to go over that, that um, biblical event and 
pretty much analyzes it. There's a bunch of their own JW hand on everything, their whole interpretation of it. And pretty much it's, it's an indoctrination session. It's a learning session. And, yeah. Um, you would have to just to read it. You can find it on, um, uh, I think it's on their website. If it's not on their website, it's on their app. Have a JW app, and you can download all of their study magazines on there. Hmm. So, but that's what the Watchtower study magazine, and then the public version is for when they go preaching. So when they go preaching, um, they used to have a Watchtower, and then they used to have an Awake. They had both. Um, hmm. They're pretty much the same thing. I didn't really know the difference, honestly. Even when I was younger, like it was just two different magazines, two different topics. Like one will be like. Can there really be peace on earth? It'll say that on the front of it. And they'll go door to door and preach with this magazine and be like, can there really be peace on earth? And then go through it and there's a bunch of Bible verses in there and this and that. And that's to, you know, recruit people. I would actually love for someone to come to my house. No one ever comes to my house, but if one does come to my house, um, I'm going to ask them about um, the pedophilia. I'm going to ask them about everything. And, I mean, they're probably going to run from me. I mean, that's yeah, okay. I was just about to say, they're probably going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but maybe they don't know about it. Who knows? But they probably do. Yeah. Um, so, is, all right, so, is the headquarters um, for um, the Jehovah's Witnesses, is it um, in... I'm trying to think so wh where was it initially was it in brooklyn initially or is it still there i think it was initially in brooklyn uh-huh and then it was walk hill mm -hmm. but now it's warwick their official okay. world headquarters is in warwick now and that was a recent okay. a recent thing that happened all right all right so all right so i just looked this up so there is a 1.6 million square foot um jehovah's witnesses world headquarters this is in sterling forest it says though but what gets yeah, me warwick. it should be in warwick that sterling forest place. okay warwick, New York. okay all right and, and it is huge like i passed by i am looking at the pictures massive. it's crazy um so this was a volunteer effort Twenty-five thousand people came together to construct this place mm -hmm. volunteer mind you yeah. and they have billions of dollars but this was a volunteer effort yep that's how they built all of their <sighs> stuff their kingdom halls their assembly halls from volunteers they have yeah, so they couldn't volunteers. even employ people oh my gosh dude this is I not think, good. Yeah, I, I think they did possibly hire some out some non Jehovah's Witnesses. I what think. for the electrical? For certain things. For something. <laughs> I mean, is that like what they were worried like somebody may get hurt like doing the electric? So they wanted to. <laughs> I don't know, but probably, um, <laughs> probably. But for the most part, it's like it's like wow. ninety nine percent volunteers. So where yeah, where is all this? Jehovah's, yeah, a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses are in construction. A lot of them are. Oh. So mm -hmm. that's how they have so many construction wow. workers. Yeah. 
Where is all of this money, these billions of dollars? What is it going towards? Their pamphlets? Like, I mean, it, what's it going? Who's getting this money? Who's getting this money? Well, that's the big question. Yeah, because someone has some thick pockets, I promise. Oh, yeah. The eight governing body members, they have all the money. Wow. And obviously, some of that money does go into making all the literature and stuff like that. Yeah, but it doesn't cost Even, that much. <laughs> it definitely does not cost that much. Yeah. And um, but this is what they tell the Jehovah's Witnesses, is that it's going towards all the literature. There's no way. The Kingdom Hall building to the... Um, disaster relief work that they only do for Jehovah, other Jehovah's Witnesses, by the way. Really? Yeah. Only Real for Christian of them. Real mm -hmm. Christian of them. Their disaster relief Wow. The missionaries that they have that, that go to different countries. <sighs> yeah, it's still not equaling to billions, though. And yeah, it would still never amount. It would never equal to billions. And I do know a large sum is going to protect these files for the people who have been sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because, you know, with, with, with enough money, you can, um, you can hide a lot, but yeah. I want to know who is at the tippy tippy top. Like I'm acting like I this is my MLM um, episode. Who's at the very tippy top of this to where I don't know, man. I don't know. So like, let's say that one of the members, I guess that's what you call members, um, can't pay their electric bill one month. Would they like pay their electric bill for them? No. No. <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're on your own. Like, if, if something happens to you, I mean, that's that's on you. You know, I think that there should be a change.org, um, a change.org, um, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Oh, my gosh. Petition. Petition that goes around and... People need to sign it to say, hey, some of this money needs to go towards people that are trying to leave the cult and you're going to pay for their housing because I know it sounds like that would never happen, but with X amount of signatures, they have to bring that to Washington. It has to go in front of the Senate in Washington. It mm -hmm. has to. So with enough signatures, if enough you know, people who want to leave this organization sign this, then it it can go in front of Congress. Yeah, that's, no, that's honestly a great idea. Yeah, I think that that's, that should happen. That's not the first time I've heard. That's not the first time I've heard that idea. I forget where else I heard it from, mm -hmm. but it really is a great idea considering so much of us don't have the education don't have the necessary skills in every aspect of life not just like jobs but like the social skills like so much that we don't have and especially a lot of a lot of younger people leave like people my age and people who are teenagers um, end up leaving and to be stuck so stuck in your home and on top of that the mental damage it's done it's so hard it's, right it's so hard to... and that's why they should be paying for therapy and mm -hmm. training to get them skills and i mean there's so much there's so much good that that money could go to instead of somebody just pocketing it and 
they need to do something because it's just it's awful it's awful um you know and, and i feel like nobody can go up against these people because they have so much money but mm-hmm. with enough signatures or even just to try to go in front of the senate something i don't know but something has to give to um to um yeah Okay, so in 2016, if you gather 100,000 signatures in 30 days, um, then they'll review the petition. But that was in 2016, so it has probably changed since then. But yeah, man, I um, I do hope that your parents leave um, one day hopefully soon and um i hope that you know you can have a christmas tree mm-hmm. and you know whenever you go visit your other family during christmas if you're going to do that i mean you can let them know that they can go ahead and get you presents <laughs> you know i have the past uh, few years i have gone over for like thanksgiving and christmas and stuff like oh, that oh good presents and whatnot What's funny about that too is always around Christmas time when me and my sister were younger, not on Christmas, but like a little close, maybe a few weeks before, my mm-hmm. grandparents would randomly give us gifts. Yeah. Around that time. Like they would just be like, oh, well, we bought you this just because we wanted to. Right. But real but in all actuality, they did it because they know we don't we're not able to celebrate it and my grandma has always been very very against. i mean my whole family the whole rest of my family is very much against um jehovah's witnesses especially my um aunt and uncle on mm-hmm. my mom's side because they're christian right. i don't know what, what denomination they are exactly but they're christian and they you know they they see through the bullshit pretty much. Yeah. They like, know what it is. Have you asked them to talk to your mom? They have, like, so many times. Like, oh. my mom has talked to my aunt plenty yeah. of times in person, on the phone. Are, is her parents still, if yours, is your mom's parents still alive? Oh, uh, just my grandma. What is your, I mean, has your grandma talked to her about this? Yeah. Like I said, they've. They've talked to them plenty of times before. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, man. Jehovah's, trying to talk to Jehovah's Witness is like literally like talking to, to a brick wall. Yeah. Like I, nothing will. Yeah. Actually, nothing. I completely understand that um, because majority of my podcast is about people in multi-level marketing networks and even though I have facts and, you know, proof that these are cults, they, um, you know, they have to be ready to leave or they are going to lose a lot of money and then they'll see, you know, that they were being scammed. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so I do understand it from that, from that point and they do have to be ready. But if you feel like your mom is kind of maybe going to get there, then, you know, that'd be a huge step because then, you know, if she does leave, then your dad may very well follow. 
who knows? Oh, but yeah. I do hope that they definitely um, see the light for sure. Yeah, I feel like there really is a chance with my mom because she is very surprisingly open-minded about a lot of things. Yeah. And um, simply because like, I don't know why she's open-minded, but she doesn't deny when there's overwhelming evidence of something. Yeah, that's great. That's a huge thing. That's huge. Um, are you the only child? No, I have a sister. Okay. Is your sister involved still? Yeah. I, I say that I say it like that because like I I truly don't know what her stance is on it. Uh -huh. I can just tell by looking at her that she's uninterested. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the only reason she is is the fear aspect of it, the same reason I was. Yeah. Fear. And yeah. I yeah, I'll say it. So she, I think with her, I don't know, I, I, I'm not sure if I should say it. It's, it's nothing bad. It's just not forbid if this ever gets discovered, but whatever. It's going to happen at some point anyways. But so pretty much she, she has a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. not a Jehovah's Witness, which is something you are not supposed to do okay. at all. You cannot date oh, anybody, man. you can't marry anybody, you, can, you can't even really have friends who are not Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh no. Let alone um, date somebody or marry somebody who's not a Jehovah's Witness. That is something you just don't do. And she's had this boyfriend for like three years. And on top of that, they dated back in high school. And she got caught back in high school and that was a shit show well she didn't get caught actually she actually brought him over to my house and asked my parents if she could date him and my dad was like no <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's crazy but um but yeah so they i guess rekindled that relationship mm -hmm. back in 2018 and yeah so that's a long time to be keeping a secret like that. Yeah, it it's is. a really long time. Um, and I have, I have suspicions that my mom knows about it because, like, he told me, or her boyfriend he told me that she asked him, or um, she asked her rather straight up, like, "Are you dating Nathan?" Yeah, that's his name, by the way. He just said it. Are you dating Nathan? She's like, "No." And she came back. I don't know. So I have a feeling because my mom is weird, so. Back when I was in high school, I had a girlfriend, and they ended up finding a, finding out about it, mm -hmm. but they didn't tell me right away. They tried to, like, get it out of me, <laughs> like, have me admitted or something like that or whatever, but, but they knew about it, which is weird that you would try to, I, I don't they know. They wanted to see if you are going to do the quote-unquote right thing or not and I tell so. on yourself. That's so because my dad, on the other hand, if he were to know something like that, that would not fly. So I feel like he has absolutely no idea. He would, yeah, there's no possible way he would ever let something like that fly. Man. But, but I so, have suspicions. She's out of the house now, right? No, she's still here. She's still oh, okay. Here. I think she's, she's waiting at, at some point in time to move out with him. I don't know. Mm, when that's that gonna, be... gonna be. I, I know it's gonna happen 
very soon because what he told me was he's like I'm gonna he's like I'm gonna ask her to marry me in April because that's when they first started dating again April 2018 so this upcoming April oh man he's gonna ask her and he's like and he's telling me this he's like and she's he's like and there's no way I'm gonna hide a marriage like right when you get married like this is something that has to be he's like i'm not he's like i'm just not going to keep it a secret from your parents he's like you shouldn't even be doing that right at that age she's a few years older than me and he's like and i don't want that in my life and i'm like yeah rightly so like yeah yeah i agree with you like i i think just as it is now she shouldn't be hiding it or whatever yeah but i mean she doesn't have a place to live i mean i guess she could go live with him she doesn't want to disappoint them you know because she you know she yeah she just doesn't want to disappoint them and i can see that but you know i'm sure she knows about the the allegations and actually not even just allegations but the whole cover-up thing as well and she knows it's not right so yeah and so i take it he's not gonna ask your dad for the her hand in marriage or anything crazy like that because he would be like oh no (laughs) but but yeah i mean i don't know i don't know maybe maybe they can take you in or something (laughs) i don't know but um hopefully hopefully they will definitely see the light soon sooner rather than later and I, I know that you have so many like, very in-depth YouTube videos on this. And I encourage everyone who's listening right now to go check it out. I have it linked in the show notes down below. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, of course. No problem. Everyone. I'm going to end this right here because this is going to be a two-part episode with Max. So make sure that you guys check out part two. You do not want to miss it. And as always, I hope everyone has a great rest of the day and a great, great rest of the week. Thanks so much for listening.